Hare Krishna devotees, Dandavat Pranam, all closest to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Today we are so fortunate to have Her Grace One Malani Manjari Mataji from Iowa. And today Mataji will enlighten us on Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter 5, Verse 31. Hare Krishna Mataji, Dandavat Pranam, please take over the call. Hare Krishna. My humble obeisances to all the devotees assembled on the call. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Um, thank you all so much for giving me an opportunity to purify myself by, by glorifying Lord and His pastimes and also His devotees' pastimes. Uh, we will start with Mangala Charan prayer. And we'll proceed to um, Kajapati Daksha story. Om Agnana Timirandasya, Gnana Anjana Shalakaya, Chakshurun Militam Yena, Tasmai Sri Guravena Maha, Sri Chaitanya Mano Vistam, Sapitam Yena Putale, Swayam Rupa Kadamahyam, Dadati Swapadantikam. Vandeham, Sri Guru, Sri Yutapada Kamalam, Sri Guru, Vaishnavam, Sham, Sri Rupam, Sagrajatam, Sahagana Raghunatan, Vitam, Tamsajivam, Sadvaitam, Savadutam, Parijana Sahitam, Krishna Chaitanya Devam, Sri Radha, Krishna Padan, Sakhanvitam, Sham, He Krishna, Karuna Sindhu, Dina Bando Chagatpati Gopisha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostuti Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindhavaneshwari Rishabhanu Suti Devi Prinapami Hari Priyem Vancha Kalpata Rubhyasya Krupa Sindhu Bhyevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavibhyo Namo Namaha Jai Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Sri Advaita Gadadara Sri Vasadi Gaurya Bhaktabandha Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskrityam Naram Chaivanarottamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tato Chayamudirayet So we are uh, reading today 6.5.31 from the chapter Narad Muni cursed by Prajapati Daksha. There are so many things that we can see in this verses. So Narad Muni is approaching the second set of sons of Prajapati Daksha knowing that they are on the path of progressing in spiritual realization and getting liberated. Narad Muni also, he knows the devotees. If we see, he has enlightened many devotees throughout Srimad Bhagavatam and make them progress on the path of spiritual life and attain uh, Supreme Lord. But he, the instructions he gives uh, to them is in, uh, are different from, from each other. He knows and then accordingly he advises them. So he's a perfect guru uh, who, who thinks of welfare of all the living, uh, all of his disciples. And then he does not universally give them a rule. Like he goes, he understands them and then he approaches them and then he gives them instructions. So now 31st verse, he's talking. He started talking in 30th verse to the sons of 
Prajapati Daksha, who are, who are called Salvas, was his first set, Hariyaswas, have already come to the conclusion that they want to um, they want to get liberated and never want to come to this material world. After that, Prajapati Daksha had a cycle of lamentation because he was following all the rules and regulations and edu- uh, want his sons to get uh, spiritually educated, but the goal after spiritually educated is to continue the progeny. Um, but he he was upset because he didn't get the result that he wanted. Um, even after sending his sons to Vedic culture, um, uh, um, training them in the spiritual understanding. Because his goal was different. So again, he has another set of sons, Saval Aswas, who are also going to follow the path of Hari Aswas. But then still Prajapati Daksha sent them to the uh, a spiritual education. Maybe thinking these set of kids uh, will fulfill his desire of continuing the progeny. And we can see here in verse 29 how uh, Narad Muni approached and spoke to the uh, these set of kids. And he, when he was speaking, he gives an example. He gives the example of his elder brothers. So generally, in a family, um, the elders of the family are having a responsibility to follow uh, ideal paths to be an example for the coming uh, for the next uh, kids. Uh, if they themselves were not idealistic and exemplary, um, it becomes very hard for the other kids uh, to look up to somebody and uh, uh, be good. So there, there is a responsibility. Most of the time uh, when we are growing up, we might have seen that the elders of the family, uh, the elder kids of the family or elders of the family also, has a responsibility to be examples of what the next set of uh, people or the next generation has to learn. Because um, preaching always come, uh, preaching always like, it doesn't only comprise of speaking and giving uh, lectures or quoting the verses and all. It, all. it mostly depends on how we behave. Like the more we associate with the senior devotees, pure devotees, the more we see how they are dealing, how they are managing to chant, how they are keeping uh, Krishna consciousness as their priority, how they are handling uh, the situations in life, uh, challenging situations in life, um, and uh, health, how they are maintaining, um, even when health is not good, they are chanting. Um, so many other things actually inspires us. Uh, some So many things are spoken by looking at the at looking at the people how they are behaving, uh, so that's why even Arjuna asks uh, Krishna in second chapter of Bhagavad Gita in many places, how does these people do? Sita pragnas. He asks, you know, how does generally the Sita pragnas behave? Are they not inflicted by the material miseries, material desires? How do they walk? How do they talk? So they want to know how practically these people implement. So they want to know if there is anybody who has um, implemented these instructions in life and how uh, how they have come through these challenges. Because when we are practicing, uh, our knowledge about our knowledge about the stuff that we are practicing increases, which may not be written in books, because we are even we see that like when we look for any teacher or any uh, any physician or uh, uh, any con- any person to construct our house we prefer somebody who has a lot of experience because we might have seen a lot of challenges and they know how to handle or overcome those challenges so we look up to them so here when narad muni approached uh, savalaswas he started quoting about hariyaswas who have already um, uh, t- uh, who already took the path of self realization um, and then um, he was kind of quoting them as an example, saying that you won't be the first ones to do so, but uh, you um, you can look at look up to your brothers and follow that path. So that is where Narad Muni is going to go. Brathunam prayanam brata yonutistati dharma vit 
sapunya bandhu purusho marudbhisah modate 6.5.31 bratuna bratunam prayanam brata yonutishtati dharma vid sapunya bandhu purusho marudbhisah modate translation and purport by shila prabhupada shila prabhupada ki jai bratunam oh of elder brother prayanam the path brata a faithful brother yeah one who anutishtati follows dharma vid knowing the religious principle saha that punya bandhu highly pious purushaha person marudbihi the demigods of the wind saha vid modate enjoys life a brother aware of the principles of religion follows in the footsteps of his elder brothers because of being highly elevated such a pious such a pious brother gets the opportunity to associate and enjoy with demigods like the maruts who are all affectionate to their brothers so maruts are very affectionate to their brothers and somebody who out of affection to their brothers follow the footsteps of brothers will attain the planet where maruts will be there so that's what this was naradmuni is quoting according to their belief in various material relationships people are promoted to various planets here it is said that one who is very faithful to his brothers should follow a path similar to theirs and get the opportunity for promotion to marudloka narad muni advised prajapati daksha's second group of sons to follow their elder brothers and be promoted to the spiritual world so generally um in material world people follow their material relationships and accordingly they attain the those um, planets so that's what here prabhupada was mentioning so prabhupada is mentioning here that generally who follow according to their belief in material various material relationships material relationships are all are very temporary and they are not permanent but if those material relationships are not spiritually guided the people does not believe in any believe in any religious things uh, they are highly religious or um, always intoxicated and not following any regulative principles if we follow that so being a good exemplary being an exemplary to the following generations is so important because we are not only spoiling uh, we are not only um, degrading our life but also we will be cause or influential or uh, 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 giving a direction to the following generations also so that's why krishna so wonderfully says in bhagavad gita that even though i don't have any karma to incur in this material world he doesn't ha- he has nothing to do with this material world because all of us take birth because we have a karma to endure whether it is good or bad and we have material desires to fulfill so based on those things we take our present body and we act and when we are acting we are actually creating our next body we don't even realize we all think that at the end of the life at the end of the life i will remember to i will remember to chant krishna's name and i will be highly krishna conscious and i will either get liberated or i will get a birth in an aristocratic family or uh, in a religious family and i will continue my devotional service but it is not like that it's like a continuous process the activities that we are doing right now are already shaping up our samskaras and are also shaping up our next life if we can realize that we will know how important every action uh, every day is to us so so krishna says that like even though i don't have any karma to uh, karma uh, i have nothing to do with anything in this material world still i take birth and not only just taking birth what does krishna do to set an example to the people to his devotees to his children because all the jeevas are part and parcels of him and they follow him and they take they him as an example and they uh, uh, they quote him and they act so he he uh, he performs all the uh, pre- prescribed duties or religious duties according uh, accordingly he does not 
he does not skip them because he is the supreme personality of Godhead. He still acts in a way that he sets an example to the uh, people in general. So, so much response, how, uh, like that's responsible Krishna behaves. Being, uh, because when we think, when we think higher good of the people that, uh, that we can be influencing, uh, we will become more responsible. So all the people who hold a position, who, to whom people are looking up to, like being uh, very popular, let's say you are a very popular devotee in your circle, or you may be a popular kirtanir, you may be a popular um, uh, uh, Prabhuji in your, uh, or a Mataji in your, uh, in your uh, congregation, we cannot act irresponsibly thinking that, oh my life, I'll do whatever I want. We are not just influencing our life, we are also influencing many others' lives. So, if these material relations are irreligious, then we are not only degrading our life, but also those whom we are influencing. So generally, those who believe in these material relations, they will be promoted to various planets, but here it is particularly mentioned about the Marud Loka, where one who is faithful to his brothers, who follows their path, they get an opportunity to go to Marud Loka. But here, Hariyaswas did not go to Marud Loka. Hariyaswas went to spiritual world. So indirectly, Narad Muni is indicating that even Sal, uh, Salvaswas also will go to the Vaikunta planet. Narad Muni advised Prajavati Daksha's second group of sons to follow their elder brothers and be promoted to the spiritual world. So Narad Muni is already indicating here that these set of sons of uh, Prajapati Daksha, they are going to go to the Hariyaswas. In, um, by, uh, they are going to meet, they are going to reach the same destination as Aryaswas in Vaikuntha because the person they are following, the person whom Narad Muni is asking to follow are exemplary and pure devotees in themselves. So, pure devotees are very infectious. Prabhupada writes in uh, eighth, 8th chapter of first canto of Bhagavatam in Kunti Devi prayers that a pure devotee the people who follow the other paths like Jnana Yoga and Dhyana Yoga, when they practice um, the process in that path to reach the to to, to reach Supreme God, um, it because it's very uh, very physical physical discipline and uh, intellectual uh, understanding of Supreme Lord and all, so they may not be highly influenced, but a Bhakti Yoga, a pure devotee, can influence many people, and he can deliver many people along with him. So when we are taking up this path of Krishna consciousness, as we have been observed, as we have been followed, as we are being quoted as an example, uh, we carry so much on our shoulders that um, we can, if we are, if we follow sincerely, if we follow diligently, then we can help many, many, many devotees to um, uh, uh, reach Krishna too. So in that, Prabhupada uh, says like Bhakti Yoga, and a few devotees highly influential, not by his association he will be influencing, but also he will be purifying the people around him in such a way that they will take up Krishna consciousness seriously. Many times we wonder why my preaching is not becoming fructifying, uh, why I am not able to influence many people to take up Harinam. Um, so this is, the, uh, this is one of the secret, like the more we become pure, in our practice, the more the grace of Krishna, the mercy of Krishna passes through us to the people we are giving the Harinam. So, again, another reason to be highly responsible. So, because Savala Swas were following Hariya Swas, who have already reached Vaikuntha by following a Guru, so they are also going to reach that path. So, we'll go to 32nd verse. Yetavad Uktva Prayayau Narado Amoga Darshanaha Tepichan Vagamam Margham Bratunam Yeva Marisham Yetavad Uktva Prayayau Narado Moga Darshanaha Tepichan Vagamam Margham Bratunam Eva Marisham Yetavad, this much Uktva speaking. 
Preyo departed from that place, Naradaha, the great sage Narada, Amoga Darshanaha, whose glance is all auspicious. Te, De, Api, also Cha and Anvagam followed Margam, the path, Raturnam of the previous brothers, Eva, indeed, Marisha, O great king, O great Aryan king. Sukadeva Goswami continued, O best of the advanced Aryans, after saying this much to the sons of Prajapati Daksha, Narad Muni, whose merciful glance never goes in vain, laughed as he had planned. The sons of Daksha followed their elder brothers. Not attempting to produce children, they engaged themselves in Krishna consciousness. As we are saying, pure devotees, association is so influential that we also will become serious in Krishna consciousness. That's why association of devotees is very, 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 very important. We should associate with devotees as much as we can. Sometimes we will be thinking that, oh, I'm not getting limelight and I'm going in the association of devotees. There are so many thousands of devotees there. Even in my uh, Guru's presence, I'm not able to uh, go and get recognized by him, spoken spoken about, or I'm not being the center of attraction as a disciple of my Guru, or whatever the congregation there, I'm not any center of attraction, I'm just one of those. Um, so there's no point. If we are thinking that, then we are also thinking that material, uh, spiritual uh, association of devotees is same as material association. We are then really not knowing the power of association of devotees. Lavana Matram, a small fraction of association of devotees can bring so much change in us, so much purification in us. So just a glance of our spiritual master, glance of pure devotees, merciful glance on us, merciful glance of spiritual uh, spiritual master can purify us so much. It is because this is not material. Material glances itself, they have so much uh, uh, influence. Like let's say if you go to a party, a get-together, and you're going and meeting the people there, when they look at you and they don't smile, you, your mind starts giving you 10,000 theories to become upset about it, to start not liking the person who did not look at you and smile. That much influential is materially, in material relations also looking at each other and smiling. How influential it can be in spiritual relations. They don't need to, most of the times, talk a lot. Our Guru doesn't need to talk a lot to us. His merciful glance, his association, being around him, the aura, the vibe, the spiritual vibe that we get, um, we, the way we sit down in the corner in where our Guru is there and observe his association, observe him, how he is instructing others and all, can influence a lot, can give us a lot of strength. So here, Narad Muni did not speak like so much, like if you see Talad Maharaj or, uh, um, or uh, uh, to the Prachina Barhishit sons, Prachetas. So many other people, when Narad Muni speaks, he speaks a lot of verses to them. But Narad Muni, as I said, he custom-mates his instructions according to the disciples. He knows that the where the disciple is. That's a quality of a spiritual master, right? He does not... For some people, if we see Prabhupada's instructions also, they are very circumstantial. They are very... You need, we need to take them in a context. We cannot just take them out of the context and also the devotee in the context and then uh, start uh, doing that. Um, they they are very much uh, personal instructions, custom-made instructions, which caters all in all the circumstances. So when we are taking our guru's instructions, also we should they will put a clause also there which we have to consider and also understand and all. So he knows that already uh, uh, salvaswas were highly elevated and they are almost there. They just need a small touch to um, get out of this material birth cycle birth. So he just spoke this much. So whatever it is like, you, know, you you follow your elder brothers. And you know already the religious principles and following elder brothers is going to just elevate you. It is not going to degrade you because your brothers are already great devotees and have atta attained Vaikuntha. And if you follow your elder brothers, you will be going to go to Vaikuntha. So we also should not take this instruction out of context and follow the elder brothers who are highly religious. And then say that, oh, my brother is also following all the 
uh, is breaking all the regulatory principles, I will also break the regulatory principles. See, that is how the peer pressure works in material world. Most of the times, we do things for uh, uh, for being among the peer, uh, for, for, uh, to be one of those. We don't want to be left out. Even if all the devotees are going to a place, we will all go. If all the devotees are going to 24-hour kitchen, we will also go. If all the devotees around us are going for shopping, we will also go for shopping. So most of the times we want to be among, we want to be counted as one of them. We don't want to be left out. So we follow. So if we have a mentality like that, where we will be following the set of association that we have, then we have a responsibility of also to choose a good association. If we choose a good association, it is like the Kumbha Mela. Once we start going to inside it, they will only push from right, left, front, back, and they will take us to Ganga. They will make us dip in the water and then we will come back. So if we have a mentality where we get influenced by peers or we have that, we don't need to shun that mentality. We don't need to think that, oh, this is something, uh, my weakness, or this is something I'm going to be behind. I also have to be leader. No, leaders, there could be few leaders. Those of us who are following also, we just have a responsibility to be in the association of uh, devotees who will elevate themselves and also elevate us. We just have to do that. And we should make sure that we are in their association, however our mind is saying no, and then we are set. So we should not be attracted the other way, the materialistic associations. Devotees who have practiced for years and years, suddenly they will change when they meet, um, uh, uh, let's say they, meet, they love somebody, like I mean to say that they are very close to some of their relative or a family friend or anybody. Um, and the, so, so long uh, they were not meeting them. And suddenly they are, they are progressing highly and uh, one time they came and meet that uh, devotee, uh, they, they came and meet their relative and that relative is not spiritually inclined and he is very much highly materially inclined. And because you love them, uh, you used to follow them before when you came into Krishna consciousness, your mind completely switches you 360 degrees and you, you feel like following them. So we need to know that who should be we following. So, the merciful glance never goes in vain. Narad Muni's merciful glance is so powerful. His speech is powerful, his instructions are powerful, his association is powerful, his presence is powerful and his glance is also powerful. Because he is the pure devotee of the Lord. So he left as he planned and uh, the second set of sons of Prajapati Daksha did not want to take up the slow path of Varnashrama and uh, practice, go to Gruhastashrama and then to Vanaprasthashrama and then to Sanyasashrama. So they thought like, we'll take the uh, first route. We are not sure how we are going to uh, end up after we take up the other path. So let's go and uh, liberate ourselves. So they became highly Krishna consciousness and they followed their brother's path. 6.5.33 Merciful glance of Narada Muni is Amoga Darshanaha. There is no fault in his glance. That is merciful, auspicious. So that's what here in this verse particularly says. So 6.5.33. Sadiri, Sadiri, Sadri Chinam, Priti Chinam, Parasyanupatham Gata, Nadaya Pite Nivartante. Paschima, Paschimaya Miniriva, Sadri Chinam Preti Chinam, Parasyanupatam Gata, Nadia Pite Nivartante, Paschimaya Miniriva. Translation and Prophet Bashila Prabhupada, Shila Prabhupada Kitche. Sadri Chinam, completely correct. Preti Chinam, obtainable by adapting a mode of life aimed at the highest goal. Devotional service, Parasya, the Supreme Lord, Anupatam, the pathway, Gata, taking to, Na, not, Adya, Api, even until today, Te, the sons of Prajapati Daksha, Nivartante, have come back, Paschima, Western, those that have passed, Yaminaha, Knights, Iva, like. The, Sav, the Savalaswas, translation, the Savalaswas, Savalaswas, 
The Savalaswas took the correct path which is obtainable by a mode of life meant to achieve devotional service or the mercy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Like knights that have gone to the West, they have not returned until now. Sadir Chinam, completely correct. So we should not be having any doubt when we are taking up our Krishna consciousness or devotional service that maybe this is not the right path. Maybe I will not be able to reach. It's the right path for what? To achieve the mercy of the Lord. So Sadir Chinam and what it is that? Prati Chinam. Obtainable. That means it's not like difficult. Devotional service to the Lord is the fastest way to achieve the mercy of the Lord and and the best way to practice uh, uh, practice in this Kali Yuga. All the other paths, Jnana Yoga, Dhyana Yoga are very difficult to achieve in this Kali Yuga. Devotional service to the Lord is very easy to achieve and it uh, and when we are when we are practicing that we will definitely attain the goal of uh, uh, the goal of human form of life, that is Supreme Personality of Godhead. That is the highest goal. Not to become a millionaire, a billionaire, buy a lot of houses, um, give birth to so many kids and then uh, make them all successful, have a good wife, good, good husband. Those are all not the goals of the human form of life, unfortunately, as we all think. The goal of human form of life is to uh, know, question, understand, practice who we are, realize self and realize supreme soul and then get out of this cycle of birth and death and go back to the spiritual world, be in our spiritual bodies and serve the Lord. So that should be the goal of the human form of life. So Prati Chinam, obtainable by adapting a mode of life aimed at the highest goal, devotional service, Parasya of the Supreme Lord. So Parasyanupatham, following the path where we can reach the Supreme Lord. What is the path? The path that is being followed by his brothers who have already reached the Vaikuntha. So there are examples before who have already taken up this path and reached Vaikuntha. So Sabalaswas has no doubt that by following in this path they are going to reach. So this is how Paramparanugatam. So we follow the Parampara. We should not be having any doubt that Oh, they are saying like this, if I chant 16 rounds, if I follow my Guru and all instructions, will I be getting liberated? If we follow sincerely the senior Acharyas, Guru, in the Parampara, follow their instructions and all, for sure we will reach that. There should not be any doubt. So Anupatam Gata, taking to, they, so they know that this path is definitely, this route is definitely going to Vaikuntha. They have all, their brothers have already tried and it's, uh, it's already been confirmed by the spiritual master like Narada Muni. So they have no doubt. So they started going and they went that way. And Nadhyapite Nivartante. Till today they did not come back. Like how the night's gone to west they won't come back. Or Paschima Yaminir Iva. Those who have a past life did not come back to their past life. Of being, uh, past life which is a materialistic life. They did not come to, they did not came back to that and they went and they attained the Supreme Personality of Godhead, they got liberated and they attained the highest goal of the life. 6.5.34 Etas minkala utpatan bahun pasyanta japatihi purva vannarada krutam putranasam upashrunot Etas minkala utpatan bahun pasyanta japatihi Purva vannara dakkurutam putranasam upasrunot putranasam. That's how Prajapati Daksha looks at it. Loss of children. Because Prajapati Daksha is highly having a material perspective. At this time, translation, at this time Prajapati Daksha absorbed many inauspicious signs and he heard from various sources that his second group of sons, the Savalaswas, had followed the path of their elder brothers in accordance with the instructions of Narada. So by this time, in the uh, in due course of time, etasmin kala utpatan, utpatan means disturbances. So he was finding all kind of inauspicious signs. So auspicious and inauspicious signs are like weather forecast, where they say that it is going to rain today, it is going to snow today, so that we are prepared. 
we don't need to be paranoid or we need to uh, worry and think that those inauspicious signs are so powerful that um, uh, we will be corrupt under those signs. Over the period of time, these inauspicious signs, people, instead of taking them as a forecast, they started taking very seriously. They become sentimental because they don't know the signs behind it. Uh, they, th they start thinking them as very supreme and uh, uh, and you become so much conditioned, like, oh, I don't want to come out of my comfort of this life. I've seen an inauspicious sign. Let me stop everything or let me worry about that inauspicious sign. So this, they, we see this extreme of the people. They're, they don't have faith in the mercy of the Lord. Um, they don't completely understand the position of the Lord. They think that the inauspicious signs, the stars in which they are born, they are all so powerful that uh, mercy of the Lord cannot overcome the hurdles or obstacles that are given. Like people have a habit um, to go and speak to astrologer and all, and then when they say something, they want to know about their future, and when they know that, they start worrying about that, and uh, uh, and then they start assuming that that will be their destiny. Destiny or even the uh, forecast given by astrologers, there, there are this set of people where they believe blindly and they get upset. There is another set of people who will completely deny them and say that this is all, this is all nonsense. There is no, uh, uh, there is no facts here. It is a science. Astrology is a science, uh, and it's a forecast given to human uh, humans, um, telling that this is how it is going to be. So there is a small story like when a Brahmana has a son. So after his son was born, he was very happy that he has a son. And then he thought that, um, let's let's put the horoscope uh, of this kid. And then he finds out that he has a stealing tendency. Like he will steal, he will cheat and he will steal things. Um, he may become a thief, a big thief. Like like a, you say that, like, you know, like a decoit. So Brahmana, when he sees this forecast, he did not left the trail that, okay, anyway, he's going to become a decoy. There is nothing I can do. He did not do that. He started teaching that kid. He started training that kid in the spiritual things, in the religious things, explaining him how stealing, uh, cheating is, is wrong, how uh, Krishna punishes, how there is a law and all. So he was like training him duly, engaging, them, engaging him in Krishna's service, teaching him all the processes and all. And he became a very obedient kid who follows and who does the things um, and until he was 20, 25 years age and then he became, his glory started spreading all over the kingdom. So the king said like, you know, king once called that priest um, and then he, that Brahmana and he said like, I've heard about your obedient son, he's uh, very religious, he knows everything. Uh, can you please um, uh, engage him in the service of my altar, my temple here in the uh, palace. So, so far this Brahmana was always behind that kid, um, instructing him every minute uh, about the religious principles and what to do, what not to do. So this helps us, this gives us a warning like, you know, in the morning, uh, when we all, when we are all putting our morning time in hearing to Srimad Bhagavatam, like all, how all of us before cooking, what do we do? Like we put apron before cooking so that we don't spill the things on our dresses. We don't wear apron at the end of the day after cooking. So similarly, we should be chanting, we should be hearing about Srimad Bhagavatam in the beginning of the day so that it sets our consciousness, our mood. It gives power to follow the religious things that we are hearing in the whole day. So we are going on a big mission facing the material challenges that we are going to face in the material world in a day and if we don't go equipped with the spiritual knowledge and the religious principle our intelligence is going to get bewildered and make choices which are not ideal for us and it may drag our consciousness to that because most of the times the senses pull us to the sense objects and the mind goes there and takes consciousness also with it and we will degrade. Let's say we put the consciousness in tune to supreme consciousness in the beginning of the day, we remember Krishna, 
we chant our rounds so we are fully charged we are we are like those who are wearing apron who are putting a gloves before opening the microwave and removing that hot thing we are fully protected so that we don't burn ourselves or we don't spoil our dress then we are ready to take any challenges that we are getting in the day so that's how the brahmana was protecting that kid by giving him all the instructions so now the brahmana is little bit worried that he is going to be in palace i am not going to be in palace and uh, palace is more uh, dangerous so far this kid was in his house or he was in neighboring houses where they don't see lot of opulences uh, gold silver and all so it was easy even the circumstances were not conducive to steal or cheat because most of the times we are all good people until that situation comes when a situation comes the uh, the sinful tendency that is hiding inside us will come out that enjoying tendency inside us will come out and we start enjoy we start having desire to enjoy so this brahmana was so much worried what i am going to do now this kid is going to go to palace is going to see so many things what is going to do so he still every day he did he did his duty before this kid goes he uh, he encourages him to be following the religious principles uh, and he tells that his duty is to he is there to worship the lord in the temple and not get attracted by the uh, luxuries of the um, palace so the kid was completely equipped wearing an apron blouse going so he was coming back so things were going good but once what happened uh he uh, he has cows in his house and there were no um uh there is no grass to feed the cows they were getting scarcity of the grass to feed the cows and he seeing that his cows were suffering this kid was seeing not a kid now an adult was seeing that the cows were suffering so when he goes to palace he sees he observes that uh there is lot of grass there in the palace which can be fed to kids which which can be fed to cows he was also seeing all the silver utensils gold utensils in the temple and all but he was remembering his father's instructions and he was not touching them so when he kind of noticed that the cows in his house are suffering a lot and he needs this grass so one day without seeking permission of the king he steals the grass and then he starts going so when he was leaving the palace generally the soldiers at the door they check so he is having a bag and he is having something in the bag he was hiding the soldiers were asking can you open your bag we want to see what we have in you in in the bag he started worrying because he know his father told that taking something which is not ours is stealing and there are repercussions for that you have to face the consequences of that so the soldiers they don't want to punish him because he is a brahmana's son they don't want to be rude with him so they took him to king and then king asked the kid uh, the uh, brahmana's son to open the bag he opened and he saw that and then king was surprised why is this person stealing this this is not such a valuable thing and what made him to steal so he calls brahmana he calls brahmana and he asks why is he doing that and brahmana starts explaining that how they have the scarcity of um, grass and cows are suffering and uh, i think this kid this my son might have uh, did this and then king gets surprised what is this this petty thief he is stealing such petty things um how does he develop this attitude then the brahmana explains to king like how he has seen in his horoscope uh, that he is and how he has trained him and how he was supposed to become a decoit and then he did not become that and still that tendency that prediction of destiny is there and he end up doing this and then king understands like okay so destiny is not everything you will have that tendency but you won't end up like a decoit you just have that but you will be doing it in a less harmful way and he forgives him and he sends so many of us gets uh, gets worried about the horoscope predictions or the stars predictions some of us have a this habit of looking in the morning what is our day and all of course if something good we hear we will have a good mood but for so for so much for, for whatsoever reason we see we read a wrong one a bad one that whole day goes wrong we are we are setting with a negative mood all our day because they are going to speak a, a generalized prediction for all the people in that star it's a general prediction they are not going to 
particularly go and say those who have have a production see they will say that if you put your hand in microwave oven to take something hot it will burn but that doesn't say the that doesn't talk about the people who are already having protection of gloves and all it is not going to burn them so those of us who are wearing the gloves should not worry that oh it is going to burn me also when i'm taking things out of the oven i already have a glove so we don't need to worry about that so we already have mercy of krishna mercy of holy name of the lord whatsoever may be the prediction of us whatsoever may be our sinful tendencies that we might have from our previous life the vasanas however abominable we may be krishna says they should be called as sadhus because we are chanting the holy name of the lord we have taken up the path of the devotional service so krishna is going to help us protect us from our sinful tendencies he is going to protect us from our own sinful tendencies and he will not let us degrade ourselves with those so for that what we have to do we have to equip ourselves we have to connect ourselves to the supreme powerhouse supreme personality of godhead to the supreme consciousness we have to make our goal our our desires in like with krishna's and then we have to set that in the morning so that the whole day goes krishna consciousness so we don't need to be worried about the inauspicious signs they are just indications weather forecast and we should accordingly take but we should not go to this extreme and say that this is all nonsense this is not a science it is a science but we should know how to take the things sometimes the forecasts go wrong sometimes most of the times they go right being cautious and being careful is okay so prajapati daksha already got in inauspicious signs he know how to decode them he decoded them and he heard the news that his second group of sons also followed the path of their elder brothers and uh, and who is the reason behind that who instructed them narad muni so he is not knowing that narad muni is not the cause the spirits are already highly elevated like so he is but generally he we 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 start developing hatredness towards the people who bring bad to us not knowing that it is just our karma coming back to us and they are just instruments narad prajapati daksha was not in that mode so he could not so his anger uh, his anger is building up towards narad muni 6.5.35 chukroda naradaya sau putra shoka vimuchitah devarshim upalabhyah roshad vispuri kadara chukroda naradaya sau putra shoka vimuchitah devarshim upalabhyah roshad vispuri kadara chukroda became very angry naradaya at the at the great sage narad muni asau that one daksha putra shoka due to lamentation for the loss of his children vimurchitah almost fainting devarshim the great sage devarshi narada upalabhya seeing aha he said roshat out of great anger vishpurita trembling adaraha whose lips when he heard that savalas was has had also left this world to engage in devotional service daksha was angry at narada and he almost fainted due to lamentation when daksha met narada daksha's lips began trembling in anger and he spoke as follows so narad muni is very merciful very compassionate person if you all know druva story also after instructing druva to carry on the uh, tapasya he goes back and checks on uttanapada how is uttanapada doing he knows that uttanapada has already done a mistake of um uh, not taking care of druva he gave up to his brother his uh, suni uh, surichi's wife uh, he he got in words of surichi and then he did not so he goes and checks and he kind of assures uttanapada that you don't need to worry he is taken care by supreme personality of godhead because uttanapada worries oh my son is in forest he uh, he don't know how to protect himself maybe lions a uh, wild animals may be um, attacking him or he may be hungry and he don't know how to take food and eat like a like a concerned father he starts worrying and narad muni uh, consoles him and gives him conf- uh, confidence that don't worry he is now taken care by supreme personality of godhead so narad muni did not just leave 
after instructing Savlas was. He went to meet Narad, he went to meet Daksha Prajapati. Chukroda. Chukroda. Angry. When we are angry, the first thing that shuts out is our intelligence. We know that part of in second chapter of Bhagavad Gita, how the anger bewilders us and we lose our intelligence. So same thing is happening for Prajapati Daksha. Prajapati Daksha is very popular for this. He does that again and again. He gets anger. Because he's very materially opulent. He has uh, kingdom, he has children. So in all ways he is opulent in so many things. So purport. Srila Vishwana Chakravati Thakura comments that Naradmani had delivered the entire I don't know if I read translation, so I'll read translation. When he heard that the Savalaswas also had also left this world to engage in devotional service, Daksha was angry at Narada and he almost fainted due to lamentation. When Daksha met Narada Daksha's lips began trembling in anger and he spoke as follows. Purport. Srila Vishwana Chakravati Thakura comments that Naradmani had delivered the entire family of Swayambhumani. Swayambhumanu beginning with Priyavrata and Uttanapada. He had delivered Uttanapada's son Dhruva and had been delivered and had even delivered Prachinabarhi who was engaged in fruitive activities. Nevertheless he could not deliver Prajapati Daksha. Prajapati Daksha saw Narada before him because Narada had personally come to deliver him. Naradamuni took the opportunity to approach Prajapati Daksha in his bereavement because the time of bereavement is a suitable time for appreciating Bhakti Yoga. As stated in Bhakti Yoga, four kinds of men, Artha, Artharthi, Jignasu, who is distressed, one who is in need of money, one who is inquisitive, and Jnani, a person in knowledge, try to understand devotional service. Prajapati Daksha was in great distress because of the loss of his sons and therefore Narada took the opportunity to instruct him regarding liberation from material bondage. So, Naradmani is not an easy person, unlike how it is predicted in these movies. These movies are all, like you know, it's better they don't touch these scriptures. They, are, they don't have the understanding um, of these scriptures and they mess these things up. So, most of the times when I watch a lot of movies in India which are related to scriptures, Naradmani was always protected, protected as somebody who, who brings fight or uh, who is somebody uh, takes words from here and says there gossips, gossips around. But Naradmani is not like that. Naradmani has delivered Swayambhuvamanu, Priyavrata, Uttanapada, Uttanapada Sandruva, Prachishabarhisit, Prachetas, Prahalada and so many other great devotees. Nevertheless, see when we are so sinful, when we are so much into material desires and sense gratification, it is so difficult to take instructions given by the saintly people or gurus. We will be thinking that guru is being very partial, but it's our our condition that is making us not to receive the mercy of the guru or Krishna. So Prajapati Daksha did not hear to Narad Muni. When Narad Muni went, when his first set of children, Aryas was went to, uh, got liberated, uh, Prajapati Daksha was in lament, was lamenting because he wanted his children to do progeny or he was also attached to his children. He thought that um, he will be having good time with them and now he thinks that he has lost his children. So never ever they were in, they were his in the first place because they were always part and parcel of Krishna. They have came into they uh, they they came into being, and they took you they 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 completely make use of the human form of life, and they got delivered and they went back to their original home. But what we think generally, many people think that uh, you know uh, I used to see uh, a mother who used to tell, uh, and she scolds his children. She says it, and she used to tell like you know, I gave birth to you. I have all the right to do whatever I want with you. Um, so that's not really entirely true. We gave birth to the material body, but the soul is uh, Krishna's soul. Is, soul belongs to Krishna. So we are just the gardeners of those plants. Uh, we, our duty is to only guide them towards Krishna, give Krishna to them, uh, engage them in the highest goal of the human form of life. 
we are only with them for 100 years maybe with that soul in this particular body so this association should elevate both of us as parents us and as children them then we all will have better next life but if we are materially oriented and if we also guide them towards material things we are all not only spoiling our life life after we are also spoiling their life and their life after but we get so caught up in the material form of life and we think that material success materially uh, well-being is what at all what is all so when we are learning these all things from scriptures we need to practice and we also put goals to the kids with respect to scriptures not with respect to the material things material things they just need to maintain themselves however how much ever we go in material world how much ever we earn there will be somebody who is earning more than us how much ever we uh, uh, gather the wealth there will be more people who is ga- uh, having more wealthier than us so there is no end even if we go to swargaloka there is no end for material uh, there is no stoppage for that so we should be content with what we have so all of so many of us have taken brahman initiation right contentment is one of the quality of the brahmins being content with what we have we need to have needful and then rest of the time we should save for engaging in spiritual activities and that should be that should be the direction we should be giving to our kids also not like you know run behind the material wealth earn a lot and when we go behind all those things we lose time energy interest in the spiritual life then there is no point in worrying that i'm not progressing in spiritually because we we put our goal as something else being being a materially well being where we are having enough should be a temporary goal which helps us to work towards our permanent goal of reaching krishna so naragmini thought that he is in he is lamenting he is in a he is in a sad situation he may take up to spiritual life now because krishna says in bhagavad gita four kinds of people come to me artha one who is distressed people thinks about krishna god when they are in distress or if they need lot of money or they are inquisitive i met few i'm meeting these days few devotees who are inquisitive because they got a book bhagavatam or bhagavad gita from somebody and they are inquisitive about that you know i know i'm not able to understand that is there anybody who can explain me and gnanis who or uh, who wants to gain knowledge about this material world uh, about everything so naragmuni thought that prajapati daksha situation is perfectly good his first set of uh, kids harias was have went to um uh, or got, uh, got liberated if prajapati daksha is a spiritually motivated person he will feel happy but he was not he is materially oriented person so he obviously thinks them as nasta putra shoka he feels as if i lost my children even in the previous verse it says that he lost his children as if they have died like putra nasham the loss of children he thinks and here in this uh, shloka uh, he says like putra shoka he is already in that putra shoka but prajapati daksha did not take up that path um, even though he was in gate distress so i have seen these kind of people who are in gate distressed uh instead of coming out of the distress by taking the holy names of the lord however we tell them there is nothing they can do uh, the situation is not in their hands they have done whatever they is there in their hands but they will be worrying so much they will be lamenting so much and they will be enjoying in lamenting that feeling bad but they don't want to do anything they don't want to fix they are focused on the problem and they worry so prajapati daksha is right now focused on the problem i lost my sons i lost my sons who is the reason for losing my sons naragmuni so he got anger towards naragmuni he, he became very angry and this is the symptom like you know we see these ecstatic symptoms when we read nectar of devotion uh, lips trembling uh, sweating these are all prabhupad writes so nicely in many purports like don't think that these are always uh, spiritual ecstatic symbols people who are angry also have these kind of symptoms so he is so angry so we we know when we look at people's face we know if they are angry or not not always and not everybody can put a poker face when they are angry so prajapati daksha's lips were trembling he is so much in anger so he already uh, on a path of losing his intelligence so when he loses intelligence he is going to do what he should not be doing but nadadmuni as a good spiritual master 
See, we as those who are in preaching should be waiting for the iron to become hot so that we can give that big pat with the hammer that we are having. So preaching is always a common sense. It's not always like I'll go meet this person not knowing the situation they are in, not knowing the circumstance they are in. I'll just right away deliver the message saying that you are not this body, you are soul. You are nonsense sitting in uh, thinking about the material bodies. That is so much so wrong. A message delivered at the wrong time, wrong circumstances can make the people go away from it. So we need to know, we need to understand. We need to be paradukha dukhi. We should be seeing them as diseased, as somebody who is in distress. So first of all, we have to lift them up from that situation and then give the Krishna consciousness. Krishna also did the same thing. Krishna did not start speaking higher things, beginning of the Bhagavad Gita to Arjuna. He first of all lifted him from that, uh, 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 when he was completely emotionally uh, uh, captured, he was trying to lift him up. So preachers, we also have to wait for that situation to preach to the people. Right away when he see, like because we always think that, why can't they do? I took up Krishna consciousness. I have gained the taste in chanting of the holy name. I regularly attend morning classes. I go to the gatherings. I do all these things. Why can't they do? There is something wrong in them. They can also take up we think. But we forget that we don't know where they are in their devotional life. <coughs> we may be somebody who is at 50%. So that's why we have that kind of a steadiness in our devotional path. They may be somebody who is at the 1%. They have so much of baggage from their previous lives. <coughs> which they cannot get rid, get rid of. If we really love them, if we really want them to take Krishna consciousness, we have to give our association to them and wait for that moment. When we are giving association, we should not forget our purpose also. Like we should not become like them. We should wait for the opportunity. We should... We should see how to present that thing to them. And then we should present in such a way that at the right time, right moment, right message can deliver the people. So Narad Muni also found like that. After trying that, Narad Muni know that he is not going to take up uh, the path of liberation from this material bondage. Um, so that's, that's how he came to conclusion. But Prajapati Daksha was already in anger. So... From tomorrow, you all may be knowing what Prajapati Daksha has done, how and what. So I will conclude here. So next tomorrow's will be 6.5.36. I'll stop here, Matajis and Prabhujis. Anybody, any questions, comments? Hare Krishna, Matajis. Hare Krishna Prabhu, Dhanavat Pranam, Saul, Glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Mataji, you gave a nectarian class. So you mentioned about to understand the super soul. How to understand the super soul? Are you asking a question, Prabhu, or you are saying? Yeah, no, I'm asking the question that how to understand the super soul. I mean, we we know theoretically who is super soul. We will realize yeah. we will realize soul and also super soul. So it's a realization which will be awarded to us by the Supreme Lord. So we will be going on the path as a sadhakas. We, we will be practicing whatever the acharyas has told us, and we will be uh, 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 we'll be uh, accompanying it by shravanam and kirtanam. So by uh, by reading about super soul about Supreme Personality of Godhead, about the Lord and His glories and His pastimes, and also about ourselves. Right now in Bhagavad Gita also, we are learning that we are soul. We still have not come to the stage where we are realizing that we are soul. But knowing that we are soul and how a soul acts, knowing the Supreme Personality of Godhead and what are the glories of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and, how, and Acharyas also tell us like how to act at the soul level. How, how when we engage ourselves in the service of the Lord, we are acting at the soul level. By practicing the instructions of the Acharyas and the spiritual master and instructions of Krishna through Bhagavad Gita and all, 
we are practicing so when we impress when we please the supreme lord through our sadhana when we get completely purified we will be realizing that we are soul and as soon as we realize we are soul krishna helps us to realize him as super soul so that is something we will be realizing for understanding we have to read the scriptures under the guidance of the uh, acharyas and uh, understand and if we don't understand we have to question and then uh, 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 know but we won't be able to realize there is no way like you go here and you will realize we have been given a path to realize and we have to follow that path and uh, acharyas are saying when you are following that path you will realize the super soul so that is what my understanding is prabhu you can correct me thank you masaji it's nice explanation hare krishna hare krishna